Joining us today, our guest uh, out of Perth, um, an Aquinas graduate, and more than anything, an ex-professional wakeboarder. He's a he's an athlete. He's a zippy mid forward wing. He's good looking. He's gorgeous. We love him. It's Baxter Phillip. Baxter, how are you? Yeah, I'm good, mate. How are you? I'm good. I'm, I'm glad. I'm happy to have got you on. Um, how are you feeling coming into this? You know, I guess a bit of podcast stuff. We haven't done too much of this, I assume. Nah, this is my first podcast, so oh. great to be on the show. We'll have a bit of fun, mate. Well, we'll get stuck into it because, first of all, we'll get rid of the footy stuff. We want to talk the weightboarding because it's something that you've actually done very, very well at. It's not just a hobby, is it? Oh, uh, it wasn't just a hobby. It wasn't just a hobby, yeah. but go back to how it first started. Well... It was just my sister's best best mate. Her dad got me into it. We went down the dam one day and down to Aruna and yeah, just got up on the wakeboard. Um then he got a proper wakeboarding boat. Um, landed a few flips. So land my first flip in Orlando actually. America <laughs> with one of the professionals over there. And then um just took it from there, started competing nationally, went Melbourne, all that stuff for it, twice, yeah. So Yeah, now when we had a chat about this um, after one of our first meetings, you said you took a bit of dosh home from it. We won't get into the exact figures. We nah. don't. We don't want people to know just how rich you are, but it was in the hundreds of thousands. I heard. Um, now, I guess how do you get into doing that competitively? Because uh, in my head, I didn't even realize wakeboarding could be a competitive thing. And then you started, you know, going in depth about it. How do you progress to a point where you're actually making money and earning things out of wakeboarding? Was it in the X Games? Uh, it is. It is, yeah, isn't yeah, it? It is. Yeah. So if the AFL career's done, we'll see in the X yeah. Games. Yeah. But tell, yeah, tell us how you guys, you know, came to profit off of wakeboarding. Well, um, so just the state comps, so the WA comps, all the people in WA that wakeboard like compete against each other. Like there's different divisions. Like I'm in the open division, so like best of the best. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then um, so after that, like you can choose pretty much to go to national like nationals and stuff. Because wake, Wakeboard WA is pretty small. but I did see in one of them there was like eight or nine competitors in one of the things that you were ranked on. Is it is it like tens of people? Is it 20s, 50s? How, nah, how many people do you get competing? There's probably about 50 people in WA that do it. Yeah. Over in like Queensland and stuff, there's heaps more. Like they get like hundreds of people. But then national comps come to like um, probably, what, 200 people maybe? Yeah, okay. Yeah, so best in... Australia and it's awesome. and it's straight to wakeboarding. You don't start at like kneeboarding or anything like that. Oh, I mean, I have kneeboard. Yeah, but okay. like kneeboarding's for children. Yeah. I did kneeboarding. I'm just he trying ca- to put that in. He there. came out the womb of man and straight into straight wakeboarding. None of this kneeboarding shit. Now, as far as course experiences go through wakeboarding, I'm sure. You, I mean, you said you were wakeboarding in Orlando. You've done national competitions. What's is the coolest thing that you ever did throughout your wakeboarding career? Well, probably when I first started um, in Orlando. Just riding with one of the great Sean Murray, he was a big influence. Yeah, the on me. goat, really. Yeah, he was the, the goat back in the day, and he taught me everything, and he taught me pretty much how to ride a wakeboard to this day. Madman like, Murray, though, Quillen, pretty sure. Yeah, no, that, that's what I'm pretty sure. They yeah, him. from my experience watching lots of wakeboard, <laughs> sure that is the case. Yeah, and um, look, obviously, you know, when you got such a large talent in that space, and also a, a fair bit of passion for footy as well. Was it tough to, uh, I guess, throw in the uh, wakeboard? Did you do that, or do you still do it as a little bit of a hobby? Oh, I haven't done it much this year, just because this year's a big year for footy. Yeah, of course. Um, but I've been pretty much advised not to wakeboard anymore because, like, too good. It will put my yeah, <laughs> put my foot in. 
There'll be no one. Ever since was it Ollie Wines that, that did yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. Shoulder, yeah. Did Ever since Ollie Wines, it's just been banned from it. It's on the list of yeah. banned things you can do as an yeah, AFL so player. Yeah, Ollie Wines is actually pretty good wakeboard. You can flip and all that stuff. Yeah, well. Um, yeah, so I haven't wakeboarded much. I wakeboarded, what, twice maybe this year? I wakeboarded yeah, okay. a um, big comp in WA called Action Sports Games down in Mandra. That was the last time I wakeboarded. That was back in April, so, right. yeah. Just had to give it up, and what a, what a loss for wakeboarding that is. Yeah. But we'll get off of wakeboarding. We've had enough chat. It's a very cool thing you do have, but we'll talk about your footy. It's why you're here now. As far as talents go through, I guess, the drafts and the draft rankings, you're a bit of a different one to a lot of people, um, not only because of your wakeboarding, but also, I guess, your junior career, it's a bit more, you know, not as well known about. Like, you consider a bloke like a Jed Hagen, who's played more state games than we've had hot dinners, you know, and yeah, then yeah. you come in and, you know, weren't in the state squad or anything like that this year. Tell us a bit about your junior footy career, I guess. You know, fill in the gaps for us that we wouldn't know about. Uh, so, I started my junior career at Rossmoyne. Um, just playing juniors there since Auskick. Um, made my way through the ranks, went to East Freo actually for my 14s. Didn't like it at East Freo, so I went to Perth because my granddad played for Perth. He's yeah. a, he's played a few games, a couple of premierships as well. Nice. So went to Perth. Um, found my place at Perth. Like thought I belonged there. Um, yeah, played futures 15s, and then last year I played actually an overage future, just because I was playing PSA. They wanted to give me more game time, and then came into the Colts late in the season. Um, and then played a whole year of Colts, and then PSA footy, I played first at PSA, I played, actually played seconds in year 11, um, and then came into the Perth program as an 18-year-old Colt, pretty much, for my third game or something, and then played Colts throughout all this year, and then played two Resis games, and ended up playing two league games as well, so. Yeah. And going into this year, you would have set some goals, no doubt, I mean, you played some... Pretty good footy, PSA footy, some futures games in there as well. What what was set at the start of the year for you in terms of goals? Yeah, so I sat down with Chris Main actually at the start of the year. We had this like eight of us like group development program, and um, he picked up like the people that they, he knew that he could they could go all the way. Um, I just sat down and said, look, um, my goal is to play league football this year. Um, like that was my main goal, but just. Little small goals other than that, just get through the season uninjured, like stuff like that. And yeah, end up playing league, which achieved my goal, so I was happy with that. Yeah, now looking, I guess, a bit more at your PSA career. Now, you said you're in the two still in year 11, so I guess, you know, you've really come on in leaps and bounds in the past couple of years. Yeah. But tell us a bit about, I guess, the footy you were playing at PSA level. Were you one of the players like Connor, who we just had in earlier, who's, you know, the big name, constantly dominating? Or were you sort of just a bit of a. I guess a lesser-known role player, just happy to be there sort of thing during your PSA days. Yeah, I was definitely a lesser-known role player. Like, I was playing on a wing. Played, I played every single game on a wing there. Um, but, like, just... It was weird, like, playing twos in year 11, getting picked up for the ones in year 12, and just being there all season, um, just playing on that wing, like, just as a role player. I wasn't a big name or anything. Like, we had the Corey Warners and the Jesse Mott yeah. Locks, like, yeah, so... Yeah, well, and obviously going into this year, as you mentioned, you set some goals, but I mean, we talked to Connor before about Aquinas and uh, what that's done for him and looking up to the older boys. What yep. were some of the, uh, the the boys that you saw getting around the school that you looked up to? Oh, I definitely looked up to like back in when I was in like year nine, maybe like Jeremy Sharp and yep. um, boys like that. Chad Warner, he was also 
Dev, Dev Robinson played at Perth as well. Yeah. Um, a few boys to look up to there. Yeah. Take your pick. Mm. Yeah, so they were also, they weren't big influences on me, but I just wanted to be like them. Follow them. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Now, from, from what we gathered again, you know, just coming on in leaps and bounds these past, you know, I guess especially this year, your relationship to state footy, you know, maybe the start of this year, it wasn't even in your mind at all, but given the very hot run of form that you had to start the year, did you have any conversations at all with anyone about state footy, whether it's state coaches, Perth coaches, and what it is that you needed to do to crack into it, or was that just not even in the conversation? Yeah, so what happened was during the pre-season games, I was getting looked at during the pre-season games, and then after the Peel Thunder game, I got COVID, lost 10 kilos. Oh, my Jesus. Jeez. Yeah, I lost 10 kilos with COVID. It'd be nice, actually. Oh, I mean, maybe not in those shoes. <laughs> I don't think he had 10 kilos <laughs> Yeah, so I was just known as this little skinny kid now. And um, ever since that, there wasn't even conversation to put him in. And That's rough, 10 wow. kilos. Have you managed to put them all back on? And be yeah, 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 yeah. I'm back, I'm back now. Back How long did it take? Oh. Would have been a fair setback. If yeah, you, you could have reached out to us. We could have done that <laughs> in two or three weeks <laughs> for you. Because you're playing, like, during the season, like, it's freaking hard to put on weight. Oh, yeah. a lot of running. Yeah. Yeah. And... I just struggled with it, and then so I, that was my downside, and it still is my downside. Like just just trying to put on weight is like hard for me. Now, yeah. obviously, the state side didn't work out for you, but how did that affect your <laughs> confidence in the way that you played and and your ability on the footy field? Did it did it make you waver at all? Yeah, obviously, I was pretty pretty disappointed with it. Yeah. Didn't make it. Um, but I guess that just proved to me that I could like. Show them that I could actually play footy. Mm. Like show AFL clubs that I can play football. Like playing league games. Not many people in the state team play league games yeah. this year. So yeah, was, yeah, yeah. And especially considering your hot form to the season, you know, you had first five games, you averaged twenty a game, a goal a game. Like when you're having that sort of form, is there any, I, I guess, resentment or anything towards the state side for the fact that you're playing such good footy and not to throw anyone under the bus that is in that state squad, but you're playing better footy than a lot of those boys were in those first five rounds of the season. Is there any, I guess, feeling of resentment or frustration? Like, what more do I have to do? Yeah, there was. Um, definitely. After, because Connor got put in late, after that game, I was like, well, what more can I do? Like, I don't know what else I can do. Um, but um, Connor was the best decision for him and good on him. But... Yeah, there was definitely a bit of frustration there that I didn't... Yeah, you just hated Connor. You were just trying to take <laughs> nah. his legs out at nah, Perth nah. training after that. Had a voodoo that. doll of him. Yeah, <laughs> snap an ankle or something at Perth training nah, after that nah. clean him in the head. I, I was like over the moon for Connor. He deserves it. He put in the hard work. He mm. absolutely... Yeah, it. it's it's a strange sort of uh, environment, is it? Because you're all blokes who want to play good footy together, but you've also got to think about yourself individually in a lot of ways to improve yourself and prove yourself to... I guess, you know, AFL clubs and your coaches and whatnot. How do you find that? And is that talked about much within the footy circles about that, uh, I guess, that fine line between the team and the individual? Yeah, there definitely is some talk about that. But, like, I just want to play the best football that I can with my team. Yeah. Like, Perth aren't obviously in a great spot at the moment. So I just want to get, if I could get Perth, like, up the ranks, like, improving. Yeah, so... Doing your bit. Doing my bit that I can help everyone, I guess, yeah. Yeah. Now, you weren't, I guess, very much spoken about prospect at all this year. Um, you know, the first time that I – the first thing that I could ever see being written about you was um, back in round three when some real genius from Rookie Me called you a genuine draft smokey. 
Um, so, you know, since then, that? Uh, that was me actually. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, you know, was that, was that Swan District again? Yeah. yeah. And that was the first sentence I, I wrote about it. So, um, that, right. yeah. So you're welcome. Um, <laughs> and I hope people now respect my opinions about the draft a bit more, but it, you know, again, about you, you're not really spoken about, you know, you, you've got those sort of things, but mm. they're just like, you know, who cares about who's writing them? You're not spoken about in the big media or anything like that. There's nothing about you as a draft prospect. Yep. So what does it feel like when you first hear from an AFL club, given you aren't really spoken about at all? Well, when my manager came and said, look, um, an AFL club wants to actually come and talk to you, I was like, well, like, holy crap. <laughs> yeah. It was like pretty surreal for me. And, um, me and my family, my, they just came over and just talked to me. Like my family were pretty shocked, like, and then the next one I had, Dad was actually away in um in the UK, and huh. we had to like put him on Facetime to like um talk and like. Oh, so your parents had to be a part of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, so we had a few meetings, and yeah, it was just surreal for really like. What they have to say? Oh, just oh, not much. Just, not much. <laughs> just ask me about just ask me about yourself and yeah, what's like, how do you do your stuff like. What's your attitude like and stuff like that? Yeah, okay. Mm. Yep. Yeah, now we touched on that league footy a bit. You know, you throw your great performances this year. You did manage to get that elevation up to the top level. What's it like going up there? You know, we mentioned that you are that lighter frame. You were already, you know, ten kilos behind where you were starting from. So yeah. it was a bit tougher. But being that lighter frame, especially, how did you find that step up to playing senior level footy? Well, the step up from Coastal Reserves wasn't too bad. Like I found Resi's pretty easy. Like cope, like. Said we needed my first game, and then I played the first league game against West Coast, and I was like, "Like this isn't actually that bad. Like it's a nice, yeah, okay. class. it's not, it's not too bad." Yeah. And then we played Subi the next week, and I was like, "Holy, like, yeah, well, they yeah, are yeah. A good team." Because like, West Coast are a tough one because it's yeah. like you don't want to slander them, but at the end of the day, they're not really a great waffle team no. just because yeah. of one win the, this year. Yeah, the chops and changes that go into yeah. that side, but you still managed to snag a goal against them, so yeah. still counts goal against AFL opposition. Mm, yeah, Absolutely, so take that. Yeah, so when I played Subi, they were just flicking hands, like, so quick. Like, there was no time to slack off. Like, you had to mm. be on your man or your man's gone. Like, yeah. Um, so, what, so what's the main thing you took away from that league experience then? Oh, just, I guess, like, just knowing the level that I have to be at. Like, I know that playing AFL is the step up from league footy. And, yeah. like, if I can just play some good league games if I don't get picked up like that'll show AFL clubs that I can like I guess get to the next level like improve and yeah. yeah now although you did miss out on the state opportunity you've you know blasted I guess all the footy that you played out of the water you played sensational it resulted in you getting a state combine call up which yeah. is just you know more than a lot of blokes can say how did you feel heading into that to, to receive that invitation and I guess that recognition and reward for effort and it's especially yourself knowing how much of an athlete you are, knowing how much you could really show off in that combine. Yeah, so the national combine um, invitations got released like a few weeks before ours, and there was like, oh, like not as many people as I thought there was going to be. And yeah. then so I thought, oh, well maybe they'll all get like a state combine invite, like this and that. And and then I got a text from Adam Jones, the WA state manager, saying, look, you boys have been invited to the state combine, and that was. Pretty. I was at work at the time, and I was like, showed my boss. I was like, look at this, look at this. Like, he's all for my footy. Told him you quit. Like, <laughs> see you later. Get starved, <laughs> I'm off. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah, so I called dad. I was like, look, I just got invited to state combine. He's like, oh my god, that's so cool. Like, just not playing state footy and getting that invita invitation means that like they're actually looking. Like, yeah. yeah, yeah. 
And, and so, how'd you feel like you went? Oh, I felt I went pretty well. Like, I think it was top two for yeah, pretty some, much everything. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So I finished top two for everything. Uh, won all the could have been better. Won <laughs> all the, top one. Won all the vertical jump stuff, and then finished top two for everything else. So, where does that come from? Are your parents athletes? Mum was a netballer. Dad played gridiron back in the UK when he lived over there. Yeah. So yeah. I hate That's, people like you. Just great at everything. Pretty sure you played some district cricket when you were younger as well. Yeah, I played Wilson district yeah, cricket. Yeah, so in the day, just like that was only 14s, maybe. Yeah, <laughs> still the worst possible bloke. I resent you for that. Um, now off the back of that combine, obviously you performed amazing. You'd had great footy to back that up. Was there any extra interest? Were there any new clubs that sort of came out of the woodworks from seeing you in the combine? And you know, was there, I guess, a bit more interest shown from the clubs that already had spoken to you off the back of that? Yeah, so I spoke to a few of the clubs that I've already spoken to at the Combine, like, after it. And then, um, apparently I've had a few phone calls from different clubs through my manager and stuff, so, yeah. Okay. So you felt pretty good after that? Yeah, I felt pretty good. Yeah, nice. I felt that I put my best foot forward and did my best. Yep, absolutely. And obviously your name starts popping up. How'd that make you feel? Yeah, definitely. It went through the media a bit after, um, all the results got released, the AFL released results, they... Wrote up an article about me, like, yeah, so it was a bit like, wow, like, people were looking like. Just seeing I, your face Yeah, out like, there. I got a big page in the newspaper, like, it was just weird, like. Yeah. Like, people coming up asking you for photos? Oh, not yet, but. <laughs> I asked for one last night, actually. Did you? Yeah. yeah. Wow. One. Stiff. Nah, I didn't ask. I was no. say. <laughs> I asked for one. I got it. I'll show oh, you the photo. Yeah, it great. was That was months, weeks ago. So um, there was a day before we recorded, I believe, or the week before. It was we just recorded. at Kings Park. We just like oh oh yeah 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 yeah. Bex and I have a great photo from there. I remember one of my mates came up to me. Um, he's a Aquinas boy, and he goes, "This is before I'd met Bax." He goes, "Oh, Bax is here." I was like, "Who the f- who is who do we know that's called Baxter?" Jeez, you must just feel like a fool now. Well, I complete. Well, <laughs> I'd already <laughs> met this. Just wrote an wrote an article about. You're him. a I fool. Yeah. Yeah. Well, he just said Baxter. I was like, "Who do we both know that's called Baxter?" You're I didn't know Baxter. he knew you. And then you pulled out. I was like, "Oh." He looked at me like Baxter. Pretty much it. I was um, yeah elated to say the least. Now talking about the WA media, the, there's a common one, and we're having this chat sort of off camera with some other people, but. I guess how much the WA media actually do know or how much they're just sort of guessing and yeah. filling in the gaps. You're linked to West Coast a lot. You know, there's a lot about you going to West Coast. How much of that is pretty actually... pretty much confirmed. Yeah, it's confirmed. Well done, congratulations. From what I've read, uh, rookie draft, pick seven, <laughs> if not pre-season train on. But no, like from everything they're writing, I guess from your perspective, how do you perceive what they're writing? Like how do you feel about what they're writing and how much of it is the truth or is something that you actually have been told or have heard is a possibility? How much of it is just them guessing? Yeah, look, like, I haven't actually personally spoken to West Coast. Yeah, they're well. so they're just jumping. Yeah, yeah, so, but I guess I try not to look at it like, um, oh, it's all fake media and stuff like yeah, that. Okay. But it is fake media, fake news. Some some of it is, some of it's not. Like, yeah. 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 I try not to get my head wrapped around it and... Do you, ever, do you ever decide to, like, comment on any of the articles and just say wrong in all caps? Uh, nah, I don't... I just leave it there, whatever. Just, yeah. They can read it, then. Yeah. Yeah. Get the clicks. Now, two weeks out, how are you feeling? Oh, not too bad. Yeah. Yeah, so... Pretty, pretty Have excited. you got anything planned for it? Nah, nah, nothing planned. No. Just chill at home. Yeah, okay. With the family. Yeah. Yeah, nice. Now, you, you look back on it all this year, it's obviously been a whirlwind year for you, you... 
can't really change much about dropping 10 kilos through COVID, but with the benefit of hindsight, is there anything I guess you changed to your approach in the preseason or earlier in the season or even in early games of, uh, I guess, the work you were putting in or the way you would try to, you know, play on the field? Is there anything you'd change with hindsight? Um, no, I thought it went pretty well personally. Like, I had more, because I wasn't at school, I had more time to prepare and more time to do things and, like, um, more time to go to the gym, stuff like that, so... I thought I put my head over it pretty much and, yeah, it went pretty well. So, All right. Well, Bax, that's all we've got for you. Thank you for coming in today. It's been absolutely great. Really enjoyed um, having you over the course of this year. And, um, look, hopefully those those medias were right. Congratulations um, yeah, on yeah, being yeah, drafted to West Coast. Yeah. West Coast uh, in the rookie <laughs> draft. But regardless of what they say, hopefully we do see you ending up somewhere at the back of this draft. And um, yeah. if not, we're always here with open arms. Yep. Cheers, boys. Boy, oh boy, wowee. What another amazing episode spent listening to some amazing people. If you enjoyed the episode, make sure you check out the boys on Instagram and YouTube as well. It's been real. It's been good. It's been real good. Gussie out.